Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Students feel fear Tuesday at the State House. That's an actual headline from a group called the StatehouseFile.com. And believe me when I say, my gosh, I think they may be journalistically challenged. We will have a disagreement on a whole series of things, but let's talk about what happened here and why people like James Briggs, who's back to writing so-called opinion uh, at the Indy Star, I mean, it could be his opinion, I I call it so-called. I truly can't wrap my mind around this. Indiana State Representative Jim Lucas flashed his gun to some students and not only believes it was an appropriate way to conduct himself, but also thinks he was teaching the kids lessons on how to be an adult. Flashed. Flash gun. Flash is all you hear, and you're like, what in the world happened? What happened? Here's what happened. At the State House, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. The Moms Demand Action people came to town. Now, this is a terrible group. Said it, meant it, willing to debate it. I say terrible because Shannon Watts, terrible. Terrible. Lies. Fraud, as far as I'm concerned, when you're trying to sell this as a story, and no recognition of the value of the Second Amendment, no recognition of the lives saved, only a full-on assault, and it isn't about common sense, gun, anything. It's about the elimination of my right to protect and defend myself, and as I often discuss, my father's right to protect and defend himself at the age of 86. Your argument is he shouldn't have to. We get rid of all the guns. The rational argument is that's not going to happen. You sound weird. Well, now they've got students doing this, and it was students demand action. Okay. They came up to Representative Jim Lucas. Now, Jim Lucas has had uh, uh, moments where he has disagreed with what I've said, liked what I have said. I, I don't have any specific issue with the man. I can agree or disagree at any moment. And he was at the, the State House when students from the Burris Laboratory School in Muncie were speaking to him. They're part of Students Demand Action. They're attending the annual Advocacy Day. They want lawmakers to do more to curb gun violence. I, I would love a definition of gun violence as opposed to any other kind of, of violence. And then um, what can you engage, what conversations are you having without violating my right to keep and bear arms? I'd love to hear this. Um, And when they encounter Representative Lucas on an elevator in the Statehouse, he's like, what what are you doing here? This is the reporting from the Statehouse file. Kira Howard reporting. They say they're talking about guns, and Luke is like, well, let's step out of the elevator. We can have a conversation. One of the students is uh, recording 
There's a parent chaperone. They're discussing gun laws and school shootings. And I, it, I take it as maybe they, they asked him a question. And he's like, well, I'm carrying right now. And he moves his jacket aside to show that he's got a firearm. And that's when the students are like, this is the problem. And now I feel fear. You, you, you feel fear. One of the students said, my heart sank to my stomach. I genuinely felt very unsafe in that moment. And I just, I really just wanted to have the conversation to kind of end after that and continues. It kind of almost felt like a threat to me. And then uh, the student continues, and I'm quoting here. I want to say that's not how he meant it, but when you show someone that you have a gun on you, there's no way really other to mean anything besides a threat. With all due respect to the student, this is why you're a student. It is as obvious as the day is long that no threat was made. Now, when argument can be made, I think very rationally, as to whether or not you, when you are somebody who is concealed carrying, you show your firearm. I would argue you don't. I would argue that that is a mistake. But here is a representative having a conversation with students who are being told that guns are bad in all ways and in all places. And he is proving a point that here he is carrying a firearm and they're not in danger at all. As a matter of fact, you don't know very often someone's carrying a firearm. You're not in danger at all. The idea that you felt fear. Well, okay, you felt fear. What, a, what an adult is supposed to say to you is, well, you don't have to be afraid. You have to be aware. Be aware, not afraid. That's a much better way to go through life. Now let's move on. But that's not what happens. You have adults telling these kids, oh, you're right to be afraid. Oh, isn't it scary? Had a, a gun on his side. Oh, that's so scary. Do you need therapy? Do you need counseling? How do we help you? Instead of teaching these children how to overcome and handle and deal and not live in fear, you inculcate and breed the fear. As far as I'm concerned, the parents in Muncie of these children and running these groups should be damn well ashamed of themselves. What are you teaching? Certainly not a skill that provides any value going forward. Yes, you felt fear. You shouldn't, though. You were in no danger whatsoever. You recognize that now? Okay, good. Let's go get ice cream. I would say to the student, respectfully, you felt fear, but you kept recording. You didn't run. You did not run. You did not scream gun and lose your mind. You kept recording and talked about how you felt afraid. You felt fear. That's, that's, we should talk about your emotions. And well, I don't think that's the right thing to, to, to immediately connect with. Let's talk about that. What exactly made you afraid? No firearm was pointed at you. Nobody actually engaged a threatening conversation. They were having a conversation, respecting you enough to do so. And said, look, there's nothing to be afraid of here. With all due respect, maybe, maybe emotionally you got to think about this and, and realize that nobody was threatening you. You were never under any threat. There was nothing ever to be afraid of at all. And you, I, it's clear that there are a lot of people carrying a firearm all the time and you don't know. Awareness is valuable. Fear is valueless. You don't have to live in fear.
And when we talk about school safety, I get that you see what happens with school shootings. You're like, is that going to be my school? That's a legitimate feeling. No one is saying no. So we should discuss as adults how we protect that school. The idea that we protect airports and we protect federal buildings, but we don't protect schools the way we do those. I see that as an issue, something we should address. Now, I, 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 I know I got to take the break, Carl. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware. My discussion about feelings and, and about uh, how we should be raising our children is, is I, I defend that anywhere and against the nonsense that's coming out from the Indiana Democratic Party and others and, and this stuff from the Indy Star. I mean, it's pathetic. You, peop, you people cannot lead at all. And the, you, you could not have won World War II. You are cowards and children and failures as men and women. I say it, I'll debate it anywhere. You're failing our kids. You're failing them. But I do think it is very acceptable to say, uh, Representative Lucas, you could have had this conversation without showing anybody anything. If you're concealed carry, you should be concealed. That's an argument and a good one. But there is a part two to this. I'll get to that in the eight o'clock. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You know that it would be untrue so you have the United States, a story out of Axios that the State Department is reviewing options for possible recognition of a Palestinian state, and the United Kingdom is looking at that as well. Translation, terrorism works. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. You can murder 1,200 Israelis and others. You can kidnap women and children from all nations. You can keep them in cages. You can burn people alive. You can rape the women. And the U.S. will reward you. That's what we have been told. The same United States that has members like Rashida Tlaib, this Jew-hating bigot, There was a piece of legislation, a bill, Bill 6679. It's called the No Immigration Benefits for Hamas Terrorists Act and expands a ban on the PLO uh, and their officers uh, to come into the United States, including all PLO members. It also bars Hamas members and other participants of the October 7th attack. Corey Bush and Rashida Tlaib voted against it. Rashida Tlaib is who Andre Carson calls his sister. So I don't know why your sister voted this way, uh, Congressman Carson. Cori Bush votes this way because as a communist, she's just going to go along with anything that helps hurt the nation. Rashida Tlaib votes this way because she is on the side of Hamas. Grow up. 
get with the program, recognize this, and then work towards isolating her in the House and then getting her voted out of office. You isolate her in the House by having somebody run against Ilhan Omar, a Democrat. Let's get her to lose a primary. Ocasio-Cortez, Jamal Bowman, Andre Carson. Let's recruit Democrats to run again. I can't get a Republican to run, never mind win. I can't get Indianapolis to think for themselves on some of these things. So let's go get a Democrat who believes all the Democrat things but doesn't think that Jews should be killed. And let's go get them. Isolate her and then get her voted out, which will be very hard to do in these areas of Michigan, but one must fight. Now, shouldn't they? So that's number one. But that was actually not um, that popcorn moment. I'm going to dig into this uh, in depth on Tony Katz today. Uh, let Let me give you this, the popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. As we know, there were uh, there was a police officer attacked by illegal immigrants in New York. Uh, the illegal immigrants, no jail time, getting followed by reporters, giving cops, uh, giving reporters the finger. They don't care. Total impunity. There are organized now pickpocketing rings in New York. By the way, we have these same problems with crime right here in Indianapolis, Fishers, Carmel, other places. You hear people talking about it. The organized crime from South America and Central America is nutty. Are are we not going to discuss this out loud? This is what happens when you don't have a border. This is what happens when you don't think that there should be law and order. When you say defund the police, when you make the job of a police officer impossible, you will have no future. And then you don't want the people to stand up for themselves. How dare American citizens have a gun? How dare they actually protect and defend themselves? You want everyone to be a victim. That's messed up. So first, don't buy into that. But this was Dana Perino. Over there on the five on Fox with a pretty good kind of description regarding this attack on this officer and the nothing happening to the officer and what it means. It's uh, yeah, listen. Also, don't you think that those three that are out already, they're already back in shelters that you're paying for? Right. And that's pretty gross. What better sentence that sums up the Biden administration than this one? Illegal immigrant mob beats up officers released immediate without bail that's that's the the headline that's joe biden's america and that's what republicans should run on for 2024 but then again they have some problems if we believe polling i'll get into that right now matt bear has traffic what's up matthew whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Publicly, we haven't seen any action. So with every day that passes and no response, 
Are you missing an opportunity to signal resolve? We signal resolve pretty well. And as I said uh, the other day, we'll respond uh, on our own time, on our own schedule. Um, and, and, and we'll do that. You think you signal resolve well in the Biden administration? Okay. I think that Iran thinks they can do anything they want and nothing will happen to them. Just just a guess. Just a guess. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. John Kirby there, National Security Council. Yeah, we're, we're, we're the toughest. Look, uh, you can make the argument that we're not done here. I'm making the argument that you haven't done anything here. And when three U.S. service members are killed, there is a plan in a drawer for exactly this moment. You pull out the plan. You got four different options. You pick one, you go. It very much thinks, uh, seems and looks like that what you're doing is trying to see how the rest of the world sees it. And, oh, you can't be too rough on Iran because that might mean too supportive of Israel. We, we see you, kitten. And we think you're terrible and weak. But thank goodness the president has time to respond to Elmo. Uh, the, 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 the Sesame Street people, uh, they uh, put out a, a tweet. I don't know if you saw this. It, it, it was, the, the response was out of control. You know, the Elmo character uh, puts out a, a tweet on, on, or a post on X. It's like, so how's everybody doing? Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? Right, it's an innocuous thing from from a character uh, famous in American culture. Well, people decide to let Elmo know how they're feeling. And it turns out, people sad. People in despair. It was nuts. It was thousands and thousands and thousands of people engaged in this kind of therapy session with a puppet i'm sorry a muppet but is is he a muppet muppet are you a muppet if you're on sesame street no no you're a muppet if you're in the muppet show that's a muppet i don't know if you're a muppet that's neither here nor there it was it was crazy you had celebrities replying. You had, um, you know, uh, everybody replying. You had, uh, uh, you had like other cartoon characters replying. It was nuts, nuts. And Biden responded to that. Culturally, okay, you got in on the fun. And a recognition that people don't feel good about what's going on. They don't feel good. And how does one change that? But if you have time for that, and you don't have time for a response to Iran, after now four days, I don't know what we're doing. And I don't know why anybody would think that this is okay. This takes me to the story I'm going to now get into about Indianapolis and the flat tire I got on my way home last night. And the responses that I continually get from the political left that all I'm doing is complaining. 
funny, I'm a guy who celebrates the good. All I'm doing is complaining. If you don't like it, get out and all the rest. This is why when Elmo asks, how you doing? You're always so sad. Because you don't do anything to make your life better. I will get into that story in just a few moments. Stick around. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. See, good morning. Yesterday, I'm minding my own business. I head to downtown Indianapolis. I've got a speech to give for the National Federation of Independent Business in Indiana. Lovely group of people um, advocating for, well, those of us who aren't some Fortune 500. And the small business needs and the small business pressures Solid group. Uh, enjoyed uh, the, the the time there. Was happy to talk. Tony Katz, that's me, 93 WIBC. Good morning. That's the station. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. And so I, I head down. And of course, I'm avoiding the potholes. I'm like, my gosh, the streets look terrible. And I get there and I walk over and and do do the speech, head back uh, to, to, to the station. And I'm fully aware that when you go to a government building, you can't be armed. And there is a question to why is it that if you're an elected official, you can be armed, but if you're a citizen, you can't be. That's a worthy question. I'll debate with anybody. Um, get back to the station, do the show, get in the car. I'm driving. I'm driving back. I'm on Fall Creek. And I've already avoided a bunch of potholes. I'm talking to my brother, the good Dr. Katz. And then I hit a crater. I hit a pothole so big, it could have been one of the holes used by the worms in Dune. It's gigantic. It is so big, it has its own gravitational pull. I hit it and I say, oh, damn. And I keep on my dash, uh, tire pressure. It's there. It shows up. I keep it. And you can just see it falling like a stone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and make it uh, to, I think it's a, it's a BP or formerly a BP gas station right across from the uh, from the fairgrounds. I'm going to try and make it there. Oh, no. No, I am not going to make it. I pull off. I, I stop. The uh, AAA people tell me, well, we'll be there in an hour and a half. I'm like, all right, I got a cigar. I'm going to be fine. An hour and a half, I don't hear from anybody. I call. Oh, we don't know when. We're, we're trying to reach out to people, uh, but uh, no one's gotten back to us. Oh, okay. A friend of mine works nearby who lives near where I live, picks me up. All right, I'm leaving the car. I'm leaving the car off Fall Creek just the way it is. Have a nice day. I got to go. We're, we get to, to, to Carmel. Phone rings, tow truck guy. Hey, I'm five minutes away. You there with the key? No, I didn't know when somebody was going to show up. I, I I left. Well, I'm going to need the key. It's in a spot. You can grab it. It's it's no problem. Just go, go to it. People tow without a key all the time. Get into my driveway. 
It's the tow truck driver. Yeah, I'm going to need the key. So I then drive back to Fall Creek from my my lovely uh, uh, abode in, in in Carmel and and uh, and uh, give uh, them the key and take care of everything. Sometimes you get a flat tire. I've gotten two in my life, both in downtown Indianapolis because of potholes. Potholes happen. Potholes happen. But what rarely happens is rewarding a politician who doesn't care. This, of course, is the story of Indianapolis. And Indianapolis reelecting to a third term, Joe Hogsett, who obviously does not care. Allow me to say Joe Hogsett doesn't give a good holy damn about you. He doesn't give a damn about who travels to the city. He doesn't give a damn about potholes. He doesn't give a damn about what it costs you. He doesn't give a damn about the time it wastes for you. Joe Hogsett doesn't give a damn about you and doesn't give a damn about your sister either. These are the facts. Because somebody who gave a damn would actually do something about this. And on social media, I received, because I, I posted, a came downtown, <laughs> I'm waiting on the tow truck now, because I hit a pothole, because people can absolutely understand this show and picture. Guy Relford, of course, the gun guy here at WIBC, showed the picture of the pothole that took out two of his tires, and uh, my, my executive producer had it happen last week, because this is a standard and people responded on social media, well, you see, the problem is the road funding. Well, the problem is this, the problem is that. No, the problem is you accept it because your politics are greater than your decency. The question for Indianapolis is, why the hell do you accept this? What the hell is wrong with you? Why are you acting like a battered wife? Leave the guy already. Why do you accept this as the standard when this is absolutely insane? Why haven't 5,000 people shown up to the mayor's office and say, hey, fix the damn roads? Why isn't there a microphone in Joe Hogsett's face every single day? Because the media in Indianapolis can't be bothered? Fox 59, Wish TV, WTHRI TV, you drive down here every damn day. Don't you notice it sucks? Why not say so? You want to defend Joe Hogsett because you have to defend the Democrat? So you'll live like this? What the hell is wrong with you? Get it through your head. You're the problem. Joe Hogsett doesn't give a damn about you, but you aren't willing to stand up for yourself because you don't give a damn about you. Joe Hogsett is a failed mayor. When a big thing comes to town like the All-Star Game, don't worry. We will sweep all the homeless right off the streets. Don't you worry about a thing. But when it comes to the residents, they can kiss off in Joe Hogsett's world and his enablers are like, yep. That's just the way it is. They think this is the way it is. No. This is not the way it has to be. By the way, I will be sending the city a bill for my tire. Let that fight begin. I dare you to fight me. You might win. I just dare you to fight.